Calvin. Hey, what's up, bro? What's the word? Nothing new, bro. Nothing new. Well, you know, I start this new job on Monday, so I'm just finishing out at, you know, the office depot this week. Got two more days, so that's really it with me, man. What's good with you? Still on the bike thing? Bro, I just got back. <laughs> <laughs> that's what's up. So how many miles you put in today? Actually, how many miles have you been putting in, like, since you got the bike? Because I know the first day you said you did, like, you did 12 or something, something like that? Uh, So, first day, which, that's this is last week. This is my second week, right? Mm-hmm. So, first day, I did 8.8. Second day, I did 12.4. Third day, I did 24 and a half. Ooh! <laughs> and then... Uh, Tuesday we did fourteen, and mm-hmm. today we got in twenty. Ooh! So what time you be waking? So like you gotta wake up like hella early to do this. I feel like like six. Uh, yeah, we get so I get up at six forty five. Um, I get up at six forty five, and then we meet on campus at seven thirty, and then we bike from campus to the trail, and then we ride, and then depending on how far we go, we got to obviously wherever we go, we got to come back. So we go down and then around nine o'clock, I come back around like eight forty-five, nine o'clock. We start heading back. And then by then I got enough time to get back, get home. And now I got class at 10. Oh, okay. I feel that. I feel a little good little workout in before. before yeah. Class. I feel but, that. uh, we're, we're start, bro. We're starting to go far. Like, we're getting in shape. So, like, the first day we went eight miles, and we always – we were, like, we kept stopping or whatever just because we taking breaks. Mm-hmm. And we did 14 – Uh, we did 14 on Tuesday. <laughs> All right. My 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 buddy Xavier, his roommate, came with us, right? Let me uh-huh. tell you about this, bro. I guess this, <laughs> this is going to be one of my stories for the story section. So, his roommate came with him because, you know, I, X, he's been – my buddy, his name's X. Xavier, I call him X. He's been hyping the biking thing up, and he that's the guy that got me into get like that basically made me get the bike because I was like, all right, bro, he's having too much fun. I gotta have some fun. <laughs> so I went so he got his roommate to get a bike. All right. So it's his first day, and it's the first day on his bike. So I kind of felt bad for him because me and X, we're just riding. Like, you know, we're in shape. We're we're used to putting in 10 plus miles at this point. So we're just riding. And his roommate is like hella behind <laughs> so we had to stop a bunch and then we get to the dirt trails with like like the extreme shit and we're going up like hella fast and he's kind of just <laughs> he's going down and then when you got to go up a steep ass ramp he's walking them up so i was like dang and then so we get to this extreme we get to this course it's probably like 10 being like dummy extreme it was probably a seven so like me mm-hmm. and x are used to a seven and so we're going up and down it, and we get to the end, and there's one point where it's super steep. You got to, like, uh, if you can't make it up it, you got to get off your bike, right? Otherwise, you'll fall with the bike. So I go, I, I lead, we put him in the middle, and then we put X in the back. So, like, somebody's always leading, and then between me and X, and then one of us in the back, in case something happens, we can, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's a system because he's not, it's his first day. So we, like, keep somebody in front and somebody behind him. So mm-hmm. we don't like just leave the dude. So I go first. I make it up it. I don't make it. I get off my bike real quick. So he goes up. He doesn't make it. And so he tried to, you know, how like you try to just 
put your feet on the ground and kind of like scoot your feet up to where you can walk the bike up, but while you're still straddling it. Yeah. But it's too steep. <laughs> so he starts falling <laughs> back. I was like, oh. So he falls back. The bike falls on top of him. Like, like he falls back and the bike willies like a horse, you know, like a horse like, <laughs> leans forward. So yeah. like, the front tire goes airborne and it, so it's it's falling backward. It falls on top of him. He slides all the way back down this steep ass incline. So it's like, oh snap. And like he hit hard. So I'm like, bro, you good? He's like, Yeah, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. Like he he was tough. He was tough, I'm not gonna lie. And so we got we got we finally got out to the other side. I look, all the skin on his knee is gone. Oh. And it's just it's bleeding <laughs> bad. And y'all far out too. But we're we're like eleven miles out. I'm like, oh snap, you good? He goes, Yeah, it's fine. Cause you know, we're all still on adrenaline, so he don't really feel it. I was like, You sure? He's like, Yeah. All right, let's keep going. We keep going. <laughs> we find this other one, and it's probably at eight. And so I like, I'll go first, see how it is, and then he's gonna go second, exit gonna go third. So I go first, I'm riding. Cool, cool, cool. I get to the exit. I like bam. I was like, cool. So I'm waiting. I don't see nobody. I was like, oh no. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I start yelling. X. I start yelling. X. I was like, I was trying to see like how far back they were because it's it's like a it's not short. Like it's a long course. Like you can't see you can't see the whole thing. Like you're you know you're making blind turns and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so I get back on the 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 trail. The pay, there's like a paved trail. I get back on that and go around. Cause you can ride like a, the sidewalk, or you can ride the paved trail, or you can ride in the in the woods in the cut on the mm-hmm. dirt. So I get on the paved to go back around to where I started. I get up there. I was like, "What happened? Dude broke his brakes." <laughs> I was like, "Oh snap!" <laughs> I was like, "It is just not his day." <laughs> so uh, he broke his brakes. I was like, "Dang." I was like, uh, I was like, so at this point, I'm like, all right, let's just head back, and we're just gonna take the paved trail all the way back, because I don't want to hit these dirt trails, because you got to have your brakes ready, like you got to keep a finger on your brakes uh-huh. in case you know you pick up too much speed, or if you hit a a hard turn, you got to keep your fingers over the brakes. So the brakes are important, and he doesn't have, I don't know which one it was, but you know how like you squeeze the brake, like the lever, mm-hmm. that that whole lever snapped. So he really doesn't have nothing to stop on him. Like he, if he wants uh, to stop, he has to like. He had the speed. other. He had the other brake, but I don't know if it was the front or back brake. But you never want to brake with just one tire. Like when you brake, yeah. you always brake two tires. You know, you might put more force on one than the other, but you you want to keep a smooth brake um, on both uh, tires. So like you know, it's too dangerous to be going down a steep hill, especially if it's his front brake and he hits it. And dude just flips. So, all right, we're just going to take the paved trail because it's paved and nobody's really on it. You don't have to break. It's just, it's not like heels. It's just a, a flat ground, right? Mm-hmm. So, we're taking it all the way back. Now, if you take the paved trail, it's longer than taking the dirt trails because dirt trails cut through. So, usually when we get far, it doesn't take that long because we're going through the dirt and we're basically, it's basically a shortcut. So, when you take the paved, paved trail, it's longer. And a lot of it is uphill, right? Mm-hmm. So we're riding it, and he's moving so slow. <laughs> I was like, ah, but like, like I wasn't mad, but I was like, I felt bad. Like, it's his first day. 
We done put him through the ringer. His brake broke. His knees gone. Knee messed up. I said, like, <laughs> like, ah, and then when we got back, uh, when we finally got all the way back, um, they 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 live further away than I do. I live like like four thousand feet down the road, so like not far at all. Mm-hmm. They they still got to bike another two miles to get back to their get back to their apartment. I felt yeah, and I just felt so bad. And then I looked down, I was like, oh, we're sitting at fourteen miles on his first day. On our first day, we only did eight, so I was like, ah, we probably should have started off lighter, but yeah, he was already rolling. I mean. I don't really know what to say about it, but I mean, hopefully, dude's okay. I mean, I know he's probably like, man, I ain't never coming out with right, you. Right, he's probably ain't never coming back. <laughs> it was, uh, that was the first time he took his bike out too, like brand new bike, and already broke. I was like, dang. Yeah, <laughs> that's tough, man. That's tough breaking your bike and then messing up your leg. Yeah, yeah, he right. needs to just he need to cool out for a good good day or two or something. <laughs> Fun though. <laughs> you already did. Uh, did you already do the time you got your dog sick? You already did that one. The what? The story. The time you got your dog sick. You already did that one on with uh, Trey. Oh no no no! Me and so yeah, me and you Trey know, did it. We did we did completely different notes. Oh okay okay. So okay. I didn't I didn't talk about none of this stuff. Okay. <laughs> so man, yeah. I just gotta revisit this story back in high school, dude. Because soon as you put the new topic in for the story topic, I this story just came to my mind. And I was talking to Hunter about it the other day, and like, and Hunter, <laughs> it's just funny just how the whole thing went down. So, just a side note: freshman year, me and Finis played football or whatever. We played under uh, Coach Dyson, Kevin Dyson. If y'all don't know him, he's the uh, the dude, the one yard short in the suit. What was it the nineteen nineteen ninety nine Super Bowl against the Rams? Was it? Yes, I, I don't know the year, but yeah, yeah it was some. It was nineteen ninety nine, two thousand. But wait, but. Let's not focus on the negative. He was yeah. the Music City Miracle. He was the Music City Miracle. He was. He was. He was. But a lot of people remember him for, you know, the one yard short. But anyway, shout out to Coach Dyson. Good dude and everything. Side, so, side note. Side note. I watched I watched that play. In my personal opinion, it was the quarterback's fault. But he continue. didn't lead him too much. He, he threw it. He threw it too early, and he threw it to his body. So it's not like he could run into it to catch it for to get that extra yard, and he was heavily defended. So my personal opinion, I put that more on the quarterback. Then, yeah. When you're a receiver and the dude's on your back, when you catch it, you're already – like he was being tackled as he caught it. Mm-hmm. So the, the quarterback either should have led him further so he would be catching it on the run, but it's whatever. Yeah, it's it's y'all just gotta look at the video and everything just to get a more understanding their gist of like what Fonz is talking about. Cause I know I feel you on that though. But so freshman in football, we all bring it in or whatever. Like JV was on. I think freshmen were down the other side, and then what was it? Uh, varsity and uh, JV were on the other side. That's when like during summer, I think. Yeah, this was right before like school started. Actually, this was camp or something, wasn't it? Yeah, it was like a week. <laughs> like I promise you, like like a week or like a few days before school started so it was like the first like the first week coming up like they have a big game he gets us all to get in together and he started just like just not ranting but like trying to hype us up a little bit so you know backs receivers uh running backs uh tight ends y'all gotta fight for that extra yard man y'all just got to <laughs> y'all, y- y'all just got to. <laughs> 
Y'all just gotta fight for that extra yard, man. When it's game time, the game's on the line. You gotta get that extra yard. And I don't know who this dude was. He raised his hand. Coach Jackson goes like, "Yes, sir." And he points at him. <laughs> the kid goes like, "Yeah, coach. Like, I understand that, but why didn't you do that in the Super Bowl?" And everybody was just quiet. I remember I was sitting next to Cam Moore and Ken Brown. And Cam Moore put his head down. He was like, oh, my God. <laughs> Bro, I, 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 it's funny because who I don't know who said it. I just remember looking at Coach Dyson. <laughs> you know, we're all just, you know, when you bring it up, you're, everybody's looking at the coach. And when somebody said that, I was like, who did? Who what the, the hell? Right <laughs> like, when he said that, dude, I was just like, oh, no. Bro, my heart dropped because I thought we were about to start running. I did. I did, too. And I looked at Ken and Brown. Kim Brown goes like, who? He's like, who is this dude? <laughs> and uh, I don't know what Coach Dyson said specifically, but it was either he said, turn your shit in or turn your stuff in. I never want to see you again. It was something along those lines. But I just know that after he said that, he just walked away and nothing else was said. <laughs> the thing about it, too, the, the thing about it, too, I never saw that kid in school. I don't even remember who it was. I remember the face and everything. I don't remember the name, but I did not see that kid in school ever that year. Like, first day, like that whole first week of school, two weeks or whatever, I did not see him at all. <laughs> I don't know, man. That, that, that story was bad. crazy. That story was crazy, and I'm surprised that the kid had the balls enough to say that, especially to the head coach. <laughs> now it's his first I don't, I don't think That's he a, played. No, nah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think he played at all either. I mean, he didn't go to the school after he said that, so there's no he way he probably, could play. <laughs> he probably in his head, he probably thought it was gonna be so funny. Everybody's gonna laugh, and when he said that, it was so quiet. It was so quiet, and it's just like it was everybody's like, like, "Oh shit!" It was it was literally like crickets, bro. Just just dead silence. And, oh. Tripping. <laughs> oh man, but uh, these sports though, bro. Wait, 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 wait! I got an announcement. Uh-oh. Your boy is customizing his own jeans, bro. Like, how, like customizing, like, you like, like, your own, like, like I'm distressing my jeans, like, myself. Ooh. Yeah, so, like, uh, so I get my, so I get my jeans at H&M, right? Mm-hmm. And H&M, they got some great-ass jeans, and they're hella cheap. I get my jeans for $19.99, slim fit, you know, because I'm, 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 I'm built right. <laughs> I'm built for tough. And so uh but so they're 1999 and they fit me perfectly and everything. But if you want to get the distressed like literally the same pair of jeans but get them pre-distressed, they're like 70 bucks. They're not, they're depending on what kind you get like what kind of material, they're anywhere from like 50 to 70 bucks. I'm like I'm paying extra money to to buy jeans that look like you fell off a bike. Like you scuffed your knees up, so I was like, you know, I could go get a bunch of a bunch of the same pair of like jeans for twenty bucks and, and do it yourself and do it myself. So I saw so YouTube did, but YouTube wasn't helpful because it's all these like sophisticated designers using all these like tools and shit. So I was like, all right, screw it. So I got some scissors, and I I have to send you a picture, bro. I got some scissors. I I like cut them where I want to cut them, and I got a rock. And I like rubbed the rock on them, and then I like tried to make the edges of where I cut it look rough. And you throw them in the washing dryer, bro. They look like professional. Yeah, you're gonna have to send me a, a picture and a tutorial how to do that. I'm about to start doing all of them like that, just but just different like designs and stuff like that. Not really designs. It's it's just literally just cuts. 
different yeah. cuts and stuff. Yeah, I feel that. I yeah, feel that. that's what's up, though, bro. That's what's up. Right. What 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 got you into that? Like, what 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 made you just like you just was just like just thinking about it, you just like I just make well, because I've been read... thinking about that too, man. I've been thinking about how to create my own stuff. But it's just like. I don't want to buy the stuff and then mess the jeans up to where I can't even wear them because, like, you know. Hey, yeah, that's the big problem, like, the biggest thing I didn't want to do. But it started because I – so I had to redo my – I had to throw out all my old jeans because your boy getting thick and none of them fit anymore because, like, they're too tight because <laughs> my thighs getting thicky. It's, it's thick season. <laughs> and so, uh, like, uh, last year is when I had to go up two pant sizes because your boy got yams on them. And so, uh, and I, I had, I had a bunch of different styles. Uh, my legs were thinner. I had a bunch of different styles. I had a bunch of different distressed ones and whatever. And they were like style. Like I, I, I just love distressed jeans. And so I was like, but the ones that I bought, I only have like five pair. Cause I'm gonna go this weekend to get some more, but I only have five pair of normal jeans. When I started working at pizza, Hut, I had to wear jeans. So I didn't wear jeans like, before that, I would just wear either sweatpants or just basketball shorts. Mm-hmm. But now I, have, I wear jeans every time I work. So I just bought enough pair to get me through Monday through Friday or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. But they're they're not distressed. They're just normal jeans. And I was like, I want to get some distress. Like, I want to get, like, some style. So, you know, I could wear these. I can also wear these to go out or, like, whatever, whatever. Like, uh, this Friday, my brother, the my brother, he plays uh, – they play at UTSA this weekend, so I'm going to his game Friday, and I'm going to step out with some some homemade distressed jeans. So <laughs> okay. I, so I was like, all right, let me, you know, maybe because then my little Trey, he he does his own jeans. I remember a while ago he was talking about how he does his own jeans because I, I saw, like, where do you get those jeans? Oh, I did it myself. So I was like, all right, obviously I can do this myself because the point is to make it look like you messed your jeans up. So if I mess up, it's probably going to look fine. Yeah, that was my thought process. And these jeans are the jeans. They're twenty bucks. They're cheap enough to where if I do something and I don't like how it looks, you know, it's just twenty. It's just twenty bucks to get another pair. You know what I'm saying? So it's not like I'm dropping forty, fifty, sixty bucks for a pair of jeans every time I mess up. Mm -hmm. So that's that's kind of how I thought about that. So I was like, and I had like three of the same exact pair, like these like uh, charcoal black. I had three of the same, like the exact same pair, like just three of them. So I was like, you know, let me just experiment with one of them. If it doesn't work, I still got two good pair. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And it turned out like phenomenal. Okay. 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 I see you. That's what's up. Yeah. You're going to have to send me that uh, little tips or however you do it and everything. All right. Now so I got some, cause I got some that I can mess up. And if I do mess up on them, I won't feel bad about it. Yeah. All right. So, so now let me tell you about the time. Let me tell you about this story, bro. <laughs> so this is the time my dog got car sick. My, my boy Mocha. So me, so Trey came to live with me for like a well, I say live with me. Trey stayed with me for a month in the summer, like a month and a half in the summer. And so uh so to to get him back home, uh we're just gonna we're just gonna drive. It's like a 15 hour drive. I'm like, all right. Let's just drive back home because I was going to stay home for a week anyway because it's the summer and uh, I had like a lot of the week. I was going to go home for a week in August, but right before school started. But I was like, I might as well just go now since I'm taking him home because on the to get him here, my mom just met me halfway to Texarkana. But I was like, since I'm 
going that way, I'll just stay home for like a week. That'll be my 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 week home during the summer, right? Mm-hmm. We packed up, and so mistake number one, Trey got in the passenger seat, Mocha got in the back seat. That's mistake number one, right? So we're driving, and this granted, this is the first I've ever I've ever traveled in a car. Period, fifteen hours, right? Mm-hmm. And we're driving straight through. Like I'm only I'm only stopping to get gas. Like I, I'm pissing Gatorade bottles. Like I'm only stopping to get gas. <laughs> no joke. I'm just trying to get there. I'm not trying to bullshit. <laughs> so it's probably eight, maybe ten hours in, somewhere around there. I smell like a burning smell, and I'm like, "Is my engine about to blow up?" <laughs> I, at first, I thought it was coming from the vents, yeah, the air vents. I was like, I was like, I almost thought, like pulled over because it was a burning smell, but then. You know, a few seconds went by. I was like, no, no, no. This is a shitty burn smell. Like, this is a a, a, a steamy. <laughs> this is a steamy, shitty smell. So I'm like, where is this coming from? I look at Trey to see if, like, he farted. He was asleep. So I was like, okay, maybe he didn't. Or maybe, you know, whatever. But it starts to get super strong. I turn around, bro. Mocha has defecated <laughs> in my entire backseat. I was like, what? <laughs> I was shook. And Calvin, it's like 60% water. So it's straight <laughs> liquid. I'm like, oh no. And so as I as I see this, I freeze for a second. Like, what do I do? I'm going like 80 miles an hour. And so I'm passing an exit. And so like I swerve, I'm in the fast lane. I swerve three lanes to make this exit. Like like it had already turned to get off, and I just like, like almost went into the grass and hit this exit. <laughs> and so we pull over, and uh, we got we stop at the gas station. I go and get paper towels. I go and get like this gloves, a mask, like a uh, cleaner. <laughs> and it starts seeping into the edges of the like the the seat belt, like it starts seeping back there. So I'm like trying to get it out. So the so it doesn't just dry up and it smells bad in my car. So I get it all cleaned up. I get it all cleaned up and we're cool. And and so we get back on the road. An hour later, I smell it again. <laughs> I look back. He didn't done it again. I was like, oh my God, what's wrong with you? And so he starts and he starts throwing up now. He's throwing <laughs> up and shitting everywhere. I was like, oh, I was bro, I was so pissed. <laughs> we stop again because I got enough paper towels because it happened again. We stopped again, cleaned it up. So then we get back on the road. So he does it a third time. This time I'm mad, but we're on 840, right? So we're we just got on 840 coming, uh, going, going east, coming from you know, coming west, coming from Memphis. We get on 840, so we're like 30 minutes from the house. Mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, Trey, Trey's up at this point. point. So I was like, bro, I'm not stopping. So we roll down all the windows. We let the the, the moon, the, the what's it called? The sunroof back. And we're just riding. We, we, we put our, we, obviously this is during COVID. So we put our, we had mask in the car because I just keep in the car. We put our mask on. We're just riding. And I'm, bro, I'm so hot. Like in the back <laughs> of my head, I'm like, I'm, he's, and then back of my head, I'm like, I got to get back home. <laughs> like, I have to get back home somehow. So if he can't handle a 15-hour car ride, this is going to happen when I go back home. Yeah. And 
and then when we got back to the, when we got to the house, like I gave him a shower, whatever, whatever. But my mom was saying he probably got car sick, and so. But I was like, he's gonna have to stay. He's gonna have to stay in, in Tennessee. Like, there's no way I'm bringing him back. But we were straight. I went and got him some um, some hemp, like uh, like relaxing uh, chewables, like treats yeah. for dogs. And then I put him in the front seat on the way back because Trey stayed, and I didn't have any problems. So I was like, yeah. So he just can't be in the back seat. Yeah, just I feel like it's just like just him being in the back in the front seat. Just you just having an eye on him like keeps him safer. Like you know, um, what I'm I was I was hot, bro. I would have been hot too. <laughs> he did it three times. <laughs> I would have been hot too. I thought he was dying. I was like, oh my god, this dog's about to die in my car. Uh, that would have been so tragic, dude. That oh, jeez. But uh, <laughs> I can't believe three times, dude, on the way home. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was traumatizing. I need therapy. But uh, these sports, though, man, you got a little bit to talk about. Tyler Hero and the Heat, baby! 37? Last night. 37. 37 last night. That boy is like that. I I knew it was going to come soon, but I didn't know it was going to be like that. I didn't know it was gonna be like that, man. He he put on. And how much did Jimmy have? Twenty four last night. Yeah, twenty four. That's a bad dude. That's a that's a bad squad, man. That that really is a bad squad, and that just gives them more wiggle room since they're up what three one now. Yeah, they're up three one. Up three one, dude. Like they got the momentum, man. They just need that one game, and they're they're in the they're in the what's it called? They're in the, in the finals. They're in the finals, man. That's crazy. I never – if you would have looked back on it, you would have looked at the Heat and be like, ah, they might make the first round, possibly second round, but the third round, nah, there's no way. But- Bro, I'm telling you, I think uh, a podcast I did with my boys uh, Kevin and, and Anthony Hines, mm-hmm. I said, I said, I think Miami can make it to the – I could see them making it to the finals. Mm-hmm. I called it early on. Now I wasn't. I didn't say, "Oh yeah, they're going," but I was like, "If they play like I know they can play, mm-hmm. I think they can make it to the final." I mean, obviously, I said that they'll beat Milwaukee, and once you beat the number one overall team, that's just more power. Like team. once you get the hardest opponent out the way, you know, it's kind of like you can make it to the finals at that point. But at the same time, I don't think the Bucks were the hardest people that they're facing. I think the Celtics are. Like just from just if you just look at who they have and everything, yeah. I just feel like like talent wise, talent wise is harder. But like if you look on like piece of paper by record, yeah, obviously the Bucks and everything that you know because they're a higher seed and everything, and people are gonna you know kind of side with it. You know, like once they play that first game or whatever the the first playoff game and everything, they're just like, yeah, they they're probably gonna win it all and everything. But yeah, but uh, the uh, the problem with the Bucks, they're one dimensional. If you stop Giannis, you basically win. Yeah. Celtics, Celtics. If you stop Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, and uh, Kimba can still drop buckets for the win. And you got Marcus Kimba's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, oh, what's his Marcus name? Smart. Marcus Smart and uh, Gordon Hayward. Like mm-hmm. you got guys that can get buckets if if somebody's off. So, but with Milwaukee, Giannis gets hurt, or you find a way to hold him to. 
18 points or 15 points, something like that, that's almost a dub. Yeah. Just you just gotta look out for Chris Middleton because the way he played. But I mean that that can I don't think that's a consistent night for him though. I think no, it's 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 not consistent. It's not a consistent night. He he'll give you buckets, but he's not the guy to <laughs> drop thirty six like every yeah on, on a consistent yeah on a consistent basis. Yeah, but man, the Heat really might do it, man. The Heat really might do it to be honest. And I didn't think I'm not gonna lie to you, Finest. I didn't think they would come this far. <laughs> I really didn't just by just, you know, just the the lineup and everything and who they were playing and and all that, but I mean they're they're cruising right now, man. So they're my Cinderella team, my my dark horse pick. Dude, crazy, 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 crazy. Uh the Nuggets got their first win, so at least they're on the board. That was a hell of a performance by Jamal Murray. Once again, do so. Do you think I got a question for you? Do you think that he's in he's getting his superstar status right now by the way he's playing? Uh, yeah, for sure. Okay, yeah, for sure. It's just the thing about right now, though, he's playing in a very controlled environment. Yeah, so you know, the bubble's different, there's no home court advantage, there's no fans, there's no, there's no uh, like crowd energy to siphon off your momentum. So it is different. It's like playing like a pickup or AAU. Now, so right playing the guys that are like playing outstanding in the bubble. Yeah, they're playing like this, but you gotta you kind of got to take it with a grain of salt mm-hmm. and see how they do next year when they're traveling and yeah, uh, when they're traveling long flights, uh, jet lag, and then you got. You know, you play in Madison Square Garden or Staples or, or Toyota Center, and you're you know you're playing away. But if he continues to play like this next year, even with the regular traveling all that stuff, then I think he'll solidify it. But right now, I think he's building a case for it. I think next year he can solidify his All Star status. Cool, 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 cool. Good, good, good. Yeah, man, because I think he's definitely earned the rights and everything. But like you said, you know, it all all the little minor factors traveling uh you know the 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 sleep and everything too definitely would change for them you know sleeping on yeah bus jet well, really wherever they can get you know some time to sleep at is really what they get to do is what they can take when they're on the road and everything so you know they don't have the luxury of just you know hooping going back to the hotel room and taking a nap and doing whatever they please after they wake up so but but man I know it's been a while since this has happened, but Clippers lost to Denver. <laughs> and you said it's not on Kawhi. Why is it not on Kawhi? Look, I said it's not on Kawhi. Because now, what I will say before I say I will explain agree. why it's not on Kawhi. I'm agreeing why with you, by the way. I'm agreeing with you because if you okay. look at his numbers, they are pretty consistent until like the last right. like two or two or three games, I think, from what I saw. So – so if you look at it, yes, obviously if you talk about the last game they played, he did not perform very well. But but if you take out just that one game he didn't perform well, he put the team on his back the entire playoff run. Yeah. <laughs> he put the team on his back the entire playoff run. Even the games Paul George was wasn't playing well, wasn't hitting shit. What Kawhi was they were still winning cuz Kawhi was putting the team on his back. So when I say it's not a Kawhi, I mean, obviously, you're going to have a game where you don't shoot well. That's kind of the point of having multiple scoring options. So because Kawhi 
put on a performance when Paul George had a slump, at some point, Paul George is going to have to do that for Kawhi every now and again. Mm-hmm. And he did it because Paul George also did. They were, I think, between the two of them, they were 0 for 11 in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Like, come on. Like, like, yeah, Kawhi had a bad game, but come on, Paul. Like, two years, I think two years ago, he averaged 27 points a game. That That is, that was what, that was on his resume, which got him the big deal for the Clippers. They needed a second scoring option, so Kawhi didn't have to do all the heavy lifting because that's tiring. That's a lot of wear and tear. And you're talking about one of the greatest two-way players because he also stout on defense. So mm-hmm. also with Kawhi, even if he doesn't have a good shooting day, he'll still give you solid defense at the same time. I mean, Paul George, uh, you can debate because a lot of people score game winners over him, but when you're that guy, you're going to get scored on. If you're that guy that's like your primetime defender, it happens. But I don't think it's on Kawhi, even though people are giving so much shit for it. I think it's on Paul George Pat, to an extent and the lack of a third scoring option. I think, on, and that's on the, the front office. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. But my thing, too, is where's Pat Beverly? He's supposed to be, you know, in that mix, too, you know. So he's supposed to be, but he's he, supposed him, he didn't do shit the whole playoff run. I mean, he was sitting out the whole, like, first round or something like that. So. Exactly. And then when he did play, he he would get in and get four fouls in the first half. And yeah. then just ride the bench again. It's like. It's like you're worth it. Like, it's like you, you're supposed to be <laughs> supposed to be our starting guard and you can't even stay in for the amount of minutes exactly. that we need you to. So what? So what do you think the Clippers need? They need to get rid of Pat a, Beverly. <laughs> well, I don't. Did I talk? Did I talk about this on the? Did I talk about this in the podcast? Or I think I was talking to you. I don't remember if it was on air or not. But I'll I know we anyway. were texting about it, and you said they brought you brought up his contract, and you said it was three mil for three three years, forty million. And I was just like, whoa, wow, yeah, what? So I he, said, yeah, what? His, <laughs> he's he's taking up salary cap space. So what they need to do. They need to keep the three players they need to keep is Kawhi, Paul George, and uh, uh, Montrezl Harrell. They need to keep those three because I like Montrezl Harrell. Sixth man of the year. Mm -hmm. He's performing. They need to trade Patrick Beverly and maybe some bench players and some draft picks and get a solid third option score. I think I mentioned this uh, with Trey. They need like a DeMarcus Cousins. He maybe you know maybe not necessarily a big man, but he's a solid. He could be a solid second or third scoring option, and then in certain times he could be the first scoring option depending on the matchup. But he's gonna give you a solid 20, 25 points, and he's gonna board, and he's a solid defensive presence because you know the Clippers' identity is a strong defensive team, a bunch, a strong, a bunch of two way players. Mm-hmm. Paul George, great two way player. Kawhi, great two-way player. Montrez Hale, great two-way player. Then you, DeMarcus Cousins, a great two-way player. He mm-hmm. was, I think he'd fit the bill for the Clippers in terms of getting – and then, you know, then they won't be undersized. Montrez Hale plays in the post, and he's an undersized post player. Well, if you get a big body like DeMarcus, you can start Montrez at the four, Cousins at the five, Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, and then whoever at the other spot. Mm-hmm. We're talking about a stout lineup. So if Kawhi and PG 
have another 0 for 11 in the fourth, guess what? DeMarcus is giving you buckets in the fourth to hold the team afloat. That's true. That's what they need, a third scoring option. So if they can't get a big, then if they can get a guard to replace Patrick Beverly, what guard do you think they should get? Uh, and you know the thing about it? You know, I said about DeMar going to the Heat. DeMar could go to the Clippers. You know, he is from he is from L.A. So, But would you put him at the one? No. I or wouldn't. the – I don't – but, but that's the... but that's but that's where it comes into play. It's just like they could get – Lineup? It. it just – that 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 would just be a weird lineup to put at the one if you – Well, but then again, Lakers have LeBron James starting at one. So – But that's LeBron, there, though. There is – and then <laughs> – and then the uh, Denver early in the season, in the I think it maybe had been the the little preseason games, mm-hmm. uh, back the pre like after the bubble to get like guys back in. They had Jokic at the one, so I mean, and then you know, I think it's doable. Who I would put at the one, I'd probably put Kawhi at the one, mm-hmm. Demar at the two, and PG at the three. That's probably how I would do it. But it's definitely doable if that's what you want to do. And then, like, 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 like I said, uh, DeRozan, great two-way player, so he would fit the bill for the Clippers. Mm-hmm. Everybody on the Clippers, you know, they everybody on the floor in the Clippers can play defense. Yeah, it's just gonna be interesting, man, to see what they what they if they do try to trade or anything like who they'll get for Patrick Beverly if they do try to trade him or I don't even know what they're trying to even like really do right now but um yeah there, there's rumors between them trying to stay together or breaking or breaking the team up well, I think breaking the team up is a huge mistake but because I know they that's my I know Paul George said I mean it was sideline sources I don't know how accurate it is but most of their stuff seems pretty accurate and everything but they were uh, supposedly when Paul George was talking to the team about it there's a lot of like eye rolling and all that stuff. Oh, about staying together? Yeah, a lot of that. So that kind of makes me think, like, you know, the team chemistry is really not all there. People don't believe in, like, I guess the, the vision, I guess, of the team or the people on the team or I don't know. It just sounds like there's just not that team unity, I guess, if you want to say. Yeah. Uh, with the Clippers and everything. But who knows, man? Doc, Doc might bring them all together, sit them all down and see where everybody's coming from and they might figure something out. But I mean, dude, it just sucks though for Doc Rivers because in 2015 the same thing happened to him when uh, they got swept. I think what was it? Not swept, but uh, when they came back and lost. I think it was the Rockets when Chris Paul and was it Blake uh, Blake Griffin and DeAndre Lob City and all that. I think that was during that time period. But like, yeah. it just sucks, dude. Like you had two of the your best teams by far, and y'all didn't even. Y'all didn't even make it. Y'all, <laughs> y'all were up three one, and y'all and they came back and beat y'all. Three different great teams. So, it's that's tough, man. But hopefully they'll figure it out, and hopefully they can get back to the stardom that they had at the beginning of the season and everything like that. But uh, yeah, man. <laughs> Billy Donovan, man, how you feel about that? Uh, honestly, I don't even really know to be honest. I don't. Even, uh, I, I don't know either to be honest, because I don't know, man. I, I really I don't, don't know. know. The only thing I know about Billy Donovan is when he was at Florida, and he had some hell of hell of a great teams there. But I just don't know how the NBA is suiting him right now. I don't know. Maybe maybe this might be a good move for him because it's new organization. It's the Bulls organization, but 
that team is so young. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I we'll, we'll I guess we'll have to see because it's just I think it's going to be tough with him because you know he was head coach of the Thunder. You know you have a great Hall of Fame point guard Chris Paul. So I feel like the work and everything with that wasn't as hard because he kind of put trust in uh, Chris, you know, to run the team and everything like that. Um, but just him going to the Bulls with, you know, just Kobe White, he's coming into his second year. You got Wendell Carter, which I think this is his third or fourth year. Lori Marketing, same thing. I think his third or fourth year. It's just a young team, dude. I don't think there's really – I don't. I wonder if they have any vets on the team. To be honest, like, oh, I, I, I have no idea. I have no idea. It's a dude. It's a very, it's a very, very young team. I mean, I think the only like real vet that they really got, I think, the oldest person on the team seems like it would be Zach Levine. Yeah. Uh, it, uh, yeah. I mean, on paper. I don't really think they have much. They don't. They're old as I mean, Zach Zach Levine kind of balled last year though, but Well, they got so this is so they got Thaddeus Young, which he has twelve years in the league. Next person behind him is Otto Porter with six years. So yeah, that team is very, very young. And then uh Zach Levine is the next oldest, I guess, vet you can say on the team because he has five years. The rest of them, dude. One to two years. You got one dude that has four years. Yeah, it's a very, very young team, man. I don't – hopefully – it might work, man. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, we'll have, we'll have to see, but – Ooh, that – The uh, – yeah, we'll see. We'll definitely see on that. That's – fine, you just got to look at this, team, this roster, dude. It's just <laughs> – it's 12 years, goes to six years, then five years, then it's like one, two, three. There's one dude with four years. Like, it's crazy. But I don't know, man. Hopefully he can do something, and hopefully he can, you know, make a name out of the Bulls because they've been in a rebuilt mode, I feel like, since since when Jimmy left? Basically. Yeah, since Jimmy left, yeah. So I don't know, man. We'll see. We'll see when the season comes back. Well, when everybody, when the season starts back, the – and everything like that. They said the season is supposed to start back in uh, January, some earliest January, so I'm looking forward to that. But what I'm really looking forward to is this college basketball that's back November 25th, man. Who Who's uh, who's your – I don't know. Who, who, who do you like as a favorite for the college basketball? Uh, so I always like Arizona. Because they they always get like some of my favorite players. They got Nico Mannion and uh, Josh Green last year, which were my two favorite players from high school basketball. They're in the they're in the uh, the draft this year. Um, so I always support Arizona. I'm starting to like Kansas now, but the real team that I think that has a good chance this year is Illinois. Man, they got a good lineup. They got an incoming freshman. It's pretty good. They got uh, another dude that was supposedly going to the draft, but he came back. And then they got this dude named Co- uh, Kofi. Co- I don't even know how to say his last name, but the dude is just a – he's basically like a Dwight Howard in the in the middle, bro, just blocking everything, just a real big energy guy. So that's who I got for, like, a sleeper this year. Um, 
and obviously, you know, Duke and Kentucky, they they're going to do their thing with their recruits and everything. Right. And and to be honest, they they got some bad recruits this year, man. They got some pretty they they got a they got a starting five, man. Both teams. So. Well, what's yours, man? Well, what you thinking? Um, for college basketball, for college basketball, I don't know if I I don't really do I don't really have like sleeper teams I like to watch. Obviously, I'm more of like mainstream for college, so like Duke, North Carolina, Kentucky. Um, I do kind of I like to keep up with SEC teams just because I'm biased mm-hmm. for, for SEC. So like I'll keep up with Florida, Tennessee got a good got a good class, Tennessee, man. Yeah, Tennessee. Shit, I'll even keep up with. Uh, I'll pretty much keep up with all of the all SEC teams for the most part. Mm-hmm. But then outside of that, Michigan State's one of my favorite uh, college teams Ooh, like basketball. Tom Izzo. <laughs> yeah, Michigan State, and then trying to think of a team I like to watch that's kind of a sleeper. I guess Belmont, just because. Uh, uh, Grayson's at Belmont. Yeah, I know. Yeah, Grayson's at Belmont. There's another dude named Caleb Hollander that I know that's at Belmont too. Yeah, so I've all, I've been ever yeah ever since Grayson uh, went there for Belmont, I've always been keeping up with them just because you know mm-hmm. Indy Nation. Yeah, facts, man, facts. They had a good season last year. They played Murray State. Uh, they came up a little. Yeah. They came up a little short, but I mean, dude, they had they played a hell of a game against them though. So, but. Belmont, man, Belmont. Uh, Who you got for your Final Four predictions? Even I know it's early; we hadn't even started yet. But. Oh man, that's that's a tough one. Um, so I'm definitely gonna have to put. I'm gonna have to put either Duke and Kentucky up there because they're just they're the the their draft class this year is just their incoming freshman class this year is just crazy, especially Duke. Um. I'm gonna put Illinois up there because I really like their team. Uh, have to throw Gonzaga out there. But yeah, you got to throw That's Gonzaga out there. But the thing about Gonzaga, dude, that I hate is that they play. They're considered they're considered a mid-major school. They're not a Power Five school, but they always they don't play anybody in their conference. If you really look at their conference and everything, they don't really have like that. They play like in a higher, like higher. They play like all power fives. No, they don't. No, they're like like they play lower. Yeah, they're uh, Gonzaga's in the um. Oh, what 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 um, what conference are they in? Let me see. It's not like the uh, the wet the uh, West Coast Conference. Oh, I've never even heard of that. Exactly. I thought they were in. Um, I thought they were in the Pac-12 or whatever, but they're not. So this this is their conference, bro. They play BYU, St. Mary's, Pacific, San Fran, Pepperdine, Santa Clara, LMU, San Diego, and Portland. So that's why they record be good every year. Yeah, because they don't really like their conference is kind of like I'm not trying to like downgrade them, but the conference is kind of weak because they win their conference almost every year. It seems like so they automatically get that you know that spot that in the tournaments. Yeah. So it's just like I don't know, but I mean, I mean I, it makes sense. They they but I'm not but what I'm saying when they play at the high level schools and everything they do perform very well. So it's not nothing that you know 
throw shade or anything at them. It's just like the conference every year they win it. Cause it's just an easy, it's just an easy path to get there. Yeah, yeah, or easier. But I mean, they have the resume. They their coach is great. They have a, a bunch of good players that are in the league that came from Gonzaga. So I feel like they'll get in there. Final four. Uh, ah. I don't know, man. I can see. I can see Villanova. I can see Michigan State. I can see Villanova. I can see. I can see Texas Tech again. Like I don't know, man. I feel like there's going to be that one defense, that team that plays really hard, like Auburn. They play very hard on defense. And oh everything. yeah, Texas Tech made it to the Final Four last year. Not last year. It was the, the year last, before. The last uh, March Madness. It was. Last it year it was them. Houston played great. I didn't think Houston. Oh, that's right. Oh, that was a good one. I like that mm-hmm. one because what was Texas Tech's? Uh, they weren't a high seed, were they? They weren't, I don't believe, but they played hella good against uh Virginia. Was it Virginia in the title? Yeah, it was for no, was it Virginia? I can't even think. I think it was Virginia they played for the championship. But man. Yeah, I like yeah, I like the I like when March Madness turns out where it's like two teams and nobody expected to be in the Exactly. But yeah, I can that fourth team that's in there, dude. It can be one of those teams that just plays really hard, just really hard defense, and their defense uh, converts to offense. I think that can be Auburn, bro. Even though they lost, they got a great point guard in Sharif Cooper coming in. He's an undersized guard, but he's so tough. Uh, yeah, Auburn was probably my favorite SEC team last year. Yeah. I liked how they played. I just like Bruce Pearl's just stance as a coach and everything. He seems like a good, good coach and everything. Players coach actually. Um, yeah, dude, I, I can see that fourth team is really a toss-up, dude. I can see Auburn, Houston, Texas Tech. I ah, dude, it's, it's one of the – can we throw Can we throw Memphis in there maybe? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no. Maybe maybe Sweet 16. I don't know about – or I don't know about Final Four. Now, dude, Arizona State, they got – they got uh, uh, Josh Christopher. He's an incoming freshman. He's – Definitely a lottery pick. And then they got a transfer from Ohio State. Um Luther Muhammad. He's pretty Muhammad, he's pretty good, but I don't know if he'll have to sit out. I don't know, dude. That fourth team, uh, uh finance, I really don't know, man. That fourth team can be a toss up. It can be anybody in the league. It really can. Makes sense. There's a ton of teams. Florida State, dude. Like where every year when I make brackets, I I make like eighty something brackets, bro. I'll be making like almost every situation I think will happen. See, the thing about that, I like to stick to at least like two because I keep on going back and forth on like my picks because like I'll start, I'll look at something and then I'll look at like a stat or something. I'm like, uh, then I go back on it. Like, so I think I might make two this year to be honest and just call it at that. Cause I used to do the same thing, making like eight different brackets and everything like that. But man, no, I'm, I'm making you. Florida yeah. State could possibly be in it too because they got a nice squad coming in. I don't know. It's all, it's, it's going to be a toss up. I can't wait to the 25th, man, of November. So it's going to be dope. It's going to be dope. But uh PS5 and Xbox drop dates, man. What you think about it, Finest? Look. Just know I'm on it. I'm on all of that. Uh, he said I'm on all I'm, of that. <laughs> are you get are you going? Are you staying PS 
PlayStation or are you going to Xbox? See, uh, the, from the last podcast that we talked, and then um, we were talking about uh, what's it called, the um, whether which one I was going to get or not, and I looked at the uh, the differences. I was thinking about getting an Xbox, man, but now that I think about it, it's just like don't do it. I, I, I'm getting the PS5, man. I, I think I've I've sold I've sold on it, but the thing about it is that. I don't know which to get the digital one or the regular one because I, of the price I was just difference. Just about to ask you the that, price difference. One. So I mean, I like all my games now that I get are digital and everything. So I really feel like I should get the digital one just because I rarely go out to like the get like to GameStop or Walmart or whatever and buy it because you know I just rather just you know buy it at home, wait it download and yeah, you know play from there. But I don't know, now, man. But I got. But the thing about it, the thing about it, I got Grand Theft Auto and Red Dead on hard copy. Then just keep your PlayStation Four. Nah, I think I'm gonna just have to get. Well, I'm gonna sell the PlayStation Four and my Xbox to. Oh, see, yeah. See, what I'm. So here's my thing. I'm I'm leaning towards digital only. One because it's cheaper. Because when they drop, I'm not gonna have the money to get them when they drop. So I'm gonna have to wait anyway. Yeah, I gotta save up for it. But I was thinking, so like all the games I play now, most of the games I, I have, like I use, I have a lot of discs. Like my my Call of Duty is disc. My GTA is a uh, hard drive. Yada yada yada. But I'm thinking about going digital only because I'm gonna keep my PlayStation because. My PlayStation is basically my cable because I got Hulu Live, which has live sports. But uh, <laughs> uh, so and that's how I watch cable through Hulu. So I'm going to keep my PlayStation Four and put it in my room and keep the PS Five in the living room so I can watch cable from either TV kind of thing. But and then also I'm leaning towards digital because I think once I get the PS Five. I'm just going to get every single game digital and not even worry about disc because I don't have any games that I really play on disc like that that I'm going to play when I get the PS5. So obviously if I get the PS5 and let's say I get the disc one, the disc version, um, if I want to play a disc game on my PS4, I'll probably just play it on my PS4. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Since I'm, since I'm keeping it. So – I'll probably just get the digital only for the PS5. The only thing that kind of has me thinking about the disc is that the PS5 is basically like a super high definition 4K uh, DVD player. Mm-hmm. So you're talking about if you get a really if you if you buy movies on disc, you can watch movies in like impeccable eight high defin like high definition. Yeah. So that's the only thing I'm like ah, you know, if I get the disc. You know, it's kind of one of the things where I'd rather have it and not use it than to need it and not have it kind of thing. Yeah, I feel that. Because, you know, it's an extra, is it extra 200 for disc? Because, like, I won't be mad if I buy the disc version and I rarely use the disc because then it's whatever because you can still download digital on the disc one. But I would be pissed if I buy the digital only and then after a few months I'm like, damn. Yeah, <laughs> this is really inconvenient because I wish I had a disc to to do this and that. But then again, I also have my PS4 that I could just use to do that. But you know what I'm saying? So that's why I want to keep my PS4. So if I ever run into like, oh, I wish I had a disc, or right, I'll just put in my PS4 instead of the PS5. I uh, and that's the thing too, dude. Like I 
with me with new systems and everything, when they come out, I just try to get rid of my old system because I know I won't play it that much. But I just don't know, man. It, it, I'm thinking about maybe keeping the Xbox just because, like, that's what I use for TV and everything. And it's so, yeah. much, it's so, like, there's such a big difference in, like, if I go somewhere and just put it in the bag and everything because it's so much smaller than the the my ps4 because i got i still got the first generation ps4 when it first came out and that thing is yeah that thing is big it's not the slim or anything so i might just keep the xbox and just keep on using it as like a tv and like youtube and just get the ps5 i don't know man i i really don't want both systems because that's two you know accounts you got to pay on and everything for like you know internet like live and everything like that but do you yeah, uh, with Xbox, dude, if you don't have, uh, so you know how like PS4, if you don't have like, like PS. Oh wait, you talking about an Xbox and a PS4? It's two separate lives. Yeah, it's two separate lives. Like, oh, I thought you meant having a PS4 and a PS5. You got to pay separately. No, 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 no. Different consoles, like in. Okay. Yeah, it's yeah. just yeah, dude. Just I mean, and the thing about it is just like I don't. If I buy a, a system, like I just want to like. I want to use it to its full advantage because I don't even play the PS4 that much only for games and I just use my Xbox for TV and I watch TV mostly. So I'm basically watching TV on the Xbox, you know, that I pay that I pay for the same amount rather than, you know, the PS5, like PS4 that I have. I, I, yeah. I, like, I, I don't play video games that much, basically, essentially what I'm saying, but I watch TV on my Xbox, so I don't know. Uh, but I think I'm going to get to PS5, though. I just don't know digital or you know, hard copy or not. I just don't know yet, but I'm getting it, but just don't know when, so. Makes sense, makes sense. But yeah, what we got next? Oh, I'm kind of sore. <laughs> that bike rider got you got you spent, doesn't it? Bro, I'm, I am tired. <laughs> Bro, my, the seat, so it's a performance bike, so the seat is not made for comfort at all. Mm-hmm. It's very, very stiff. And so uh, today I was riding and I shifted gears. And sometimes when you shift gears at a certain, like, like when you're pedaling in a certain way, you'll kind of like jolt or you'll kind of like, you know, clutch a little bit. So I I shifted gears. I kind of jolted a little bit and one, and I smashed my testicle against the the seat. Uh. Bro, I was like, oh my. And then the, because the seat is so stiff, it didn't give or has, it's not like a cushion at all. So, like, I just, bro, it's just very, it's a very uncomfortable seat. I can feel that. And plus, you're going, like, and plus, you're, you're, I feel like on that, like, when you go on the trails and stuff, like you said, you're standing up most of the time just to yeah. shock absorb and everything from the bumps and all that. You're like, it's straight when you're, you know, when you're not going that far, but like 20 miles after mile 15. Like your butt is sore from this hard ass seat. Yeah, I bet. I bet. <laughs> That's crazy. I'm about to I'm about to uh invest in one man and try to start my own bike club down here in Tennessee. So I know uh I know Brian uh Thompson, he's getting into kid trails and bikes and stuff down there by Leaper Sport. Ooh, I'm I'm just riding around the corner. I'm like fifteen, ten minutes away from there. Cause I used to go out to school out there, Hillsboro, so yeah, you could probably hit up, hit him up and stuff because I told him uh, when I come back home, I'm going to either see if I can use, see if my dad has a bike that's good for trails or see like try to talk them into buying a bike for themselves. But really, I just need them to have a bike for me when I go back home. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, 
that way, because I, I mean, if I go home, I'm probably flying, and I have no way of getting a bike there. But I'm trying to hit some trails when I come down. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. Man. Now we got a. Uh, you got any lunch table questions? Man, this week I do not. <laughs> but on Monday or whenever the next time uh, we do the podcast and everything, I definitely will. Just right. yeah. Well, 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 you got anything? I'll come back. I'll come back with a good story time and some uh, lunch table questions. But this week, no, I, I, I slacked off I a little have, bit. I don't have any either. Oh man, I be I be thinking of something. But, oh yeah, that's a good one. But I be forgetting to write it down, so I just be forgetting them. Yeah, I feel that. I feel that. But uh, all right, bet bonus episode. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh. You got any last things, Finest? Any last things you want to say? Uh, stay breezy. <laughs> stay easy. Check yourself before you wet yourself. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> Whatever Finest just said, I agree. <laughs> but I didn't mind. <laughs> All right. Guardians of the 615. We'll see y'all next week. All right. Yes, sir.